Development podcast series. This podcast accompanies South Piedmont's monthly classroom sessions devoted to leadership development for public safety professionals. I'm Chief Rob Cannon from South Piedmont Community College, and today's topic is goal setting for leaders. Uh, it's a big topic. And we have as our guest Fire Chief Rob Kinneberg, Fire Chief Kinneberg of the Matthews Fire Department. Welcome, Chief Kinneberg. Good morning, Rob. How are you? I'm doing great, and you and I over the years have had plenty of opportunity to work together for years. We have. I mean, right from the fire ground on up through headquarters administrative stuff, so uh, I know you quite well, but uh, we have a lot of listeners, so if you, if you don't mind, give them a, a brief bio of your, your career, a couple minutes of how you got um, here. I'm currently the fire chief with Matthews Fire and EMS, been there just over three years. Um, uh, in, in short, I was brought in to be a change agent uh, to to bring the department forward into a more career-oriented department. We're still combination, but very moving very much toward a progressive career department. Uh, I retired after 35 years with Charlotte. I was the deputy chief in charge of fire prevention uh, and pub ed and a number of other things. And for 20 years with Charlotte, I was part of the accreditation program. So we've, we've done a lot of organizational goal setting over the years. Right. I, I, uh, I think after 35 or plus years in the fire service, all the way up through the ranks, you've, you've set goals, everything from let's get the trash out today to let's get this organization accredited. So Correct. I think you can speak wisely to this topic that we're uh, talking about today. And so uh, I've heard it said that goals are the currency of an organization, the lifeblood that keeps it moving in a direction. And, you know, goals can be individual personal level goals, a prof individual professional goals. You know, you made it from firefighter to captain to chief and so forth and so on. And then w we can talk about those in a little bit too, but goals can also be organizational. Correct. And at the highest levels of leadership, you have to get uh, a, a big organization made up of many different types of folks and different skills all moving in the same direction. And so it certainly helps if all the goals are aligned, your personal, professional, and your organizational goals. But you know, as a longtime leader in the public safety field, how have you seen the what have you seen the role of goals uh, in accomplishing the mission? Well, <clears throat> on an individual basis, uh, <clears throat> firefighters, uh, we we all start out with a goal to become a firefighter or a police officer or a, a paramedic, and those goals, the achieving those positions that rank doesn't happen without some planning that goes into it so you know as a firefighter or as a as a candidate who wants to become a firefighter you you have to put forth the effort um we're going to talk about smart goals uh, in the classroom but you know you have to have some time horizon you have to have some some definitive action that moves you toward whatever state you want to be in the future uh with the organization uh, goals and objectives <clears throat> drive the organization forward. Uh, they're, they're what tr triggers our budget and our staffing, um, attaining those goals or even falling short of those goals are how we prove our case that we're either moving in the right direction or we're not achieving what the public needs us to be achieving. Right, and I think that's important what you bring up about well, the SMART goal, let's go ahead and put that out. We'll cover it in class, or you, you'll cover it in class too, but the it's an acronym. The word is SMART, and the letters each mean a specific uh, letter, that uh, word that's associated with goal setting. Correct. What, what's your version of it? Because well, there's different versions uh, of it. SMART goals, uh, S-M-A-R-T. SMART 
the S is, is specific. Yep. You have to you have to know where um, you want to be. What's your target? Uh, M is measurable. Uh, there has to be a, a definitive measure. Um, unfortunately, a lot of things we do in the, the emergency services are done because it's the right thing to do. Um, the, the closer you can get to a defined outcome or, or output, uh, the, the more measurable your goals are. A stands for actionable or attainable. They have to be realistic. When, when Kennedy said in the 60s, we will go to the moon in four years, I'm sure a lot of people said that that was not an attainable goal, but it was definitely an actionable goal. So A, R, uh, the goal has to be reasonable. It has to, it, and in terms of reasonability, uh, it has to tie back to the mission of the organization. Um, just like our, our incident priorities and our strategic objectives that layman gave us, everything we do on the fire ground can be tied back to those. All of our goals and objectives should move the organization toward achievement of their mission. And lastly, T stands for time. Uh, there, there has to be some element of time or a due date or a horizon for getting uh, an action done. Simply wanting something to change but not causing it to be, giving it a time frame to change, it'll never get there. Right, and, I, and so here's an interesting thing that I've heard a different version of SMART, and I'm sure there's several versions of them, but the only one that really did a different letter was the A, which in one version of it stands for agreed upon, which I think is a right. really good mm -hmm. one uh, to focus on, because meaning uh, everyone who's involved in the goal, all the stakeholders, maybe not all, but all the, the primary stakeholders need to agree on it. And uh, whether it's up and down the chain of command, you, mm -hmm. you now sit in the fire chief role, so the goals that you want to strive for need to be I would assume agreed upon by like at the at the council mayor level type thing right and they also need to be agreed upon at the captain firefighter level so I think what's um interesting particularly about all the the goals and benchmarks and everything that are available to almost any public safety agency in any accrediting process you know we you and I dealt with the accredit accreditation of the fire service but mm -hmm. I think police and medic have the same thing where we don't necessarily have to pull these goals out of thin air They've been vetted, like uh, uh, benchmarks and goals operationally have been vetted by really smart people for a long time. Correct. And really based on the type of agency you're in, like what size you're in, what's your demographic. So, but they still have to be agreed upon. So, how do you go about, say, in your role now, you have this goal and you have to sell it, so to speak? Well, you do have to sell it. Um, you're, you're right. We, we have, we have, uh, performance measure making organizations like the NFPA or the uh, uh, law enforcement standards that that are agreed upon by peer groups um, assembled on a regular basis to review and revise the the standards like NFPA there's nothing in in that makes the NFPA standard the measurement you have to attain. So you have to take some of those desired standards, like we'll talk about 1710 and 1720, the, the staffing and deployment for fire service organizations. Um, NFPA is the gold standard. Your organization may not be able to afford the gold standard. So 
educating the council, educating the manager that this is this is where in a perfect world we would want to be looking at your current state, what, what's an agreed upon uh, performance that council's comfortable with that can be measured annually to prove movement. And you're right, you have to go back and sell it to the troops. You know, we've, we've often talked about a turnout time. Let's use that for an example. Uh, NFPA gives us a minute to a minute and 20 seconds to turn out. Um, but still, we record turnout times in minutes. So until we start digging into the fractions of minutes and measuring it better, we really don't know where we are. If we don't sell it to the companies, and the companies are slow to get out of the gate, and then they drive faster and create another risk, we're, we're not necessarily fixing the problem. Uh, we're, not, we're not attaining our goal simply by doing one action at the detriment of another. Right, and the, the idea that your, your goal, you, you mentioned one particular goal can then trigger another goal, that's important too. So if you say, yeah, we want to have four firefighters, that our goal, our SMART goal is to have, you know, four firefighters on this truck every time it rolls out the door. Well, then that triggers a, a recruiting goal, mm-hmm. which triggers a training goal, and it triggers a Correct. budget goal, and it triggers an IT goal. So these goals, this is where it comes into about getting buy-in before you push forward. Otherwise, you have people who are saying these people are forcing goals on me without the resources to get them done, and now you've uh, fomented some discontent in your organization. Right. I, I think this. what we're both saying is, Setting a, a smart goal takes a lot of work. It can't just be willy-nilly. It does. It, there is a cascading series of events. Um, you, you're absolutely correct. The you know our our mission is to to preserve life and property to lessen the severity of those risks. Everything else we do to get there can, in some ways, be measurable performance. Even testing fire hydrants. Uh, you know, that's sort of an all or nothing NFP or ISO gives us a, uh, a 20% of your hydrant benchmark for annual flow testing. Simply saying, yes, we test hydrants. Well, if you're not hitting them all, you're not meeting the standard. If you're not flowing 20% of them, you're not hitting the standard. And somebody's insurance suffers. And, you know, how do we know that hydrant's going to work when we get there? Right, and it comes that the the bottom line then it comes back to, you know, the the goal is to accomplish the mission in a certain way, and and I think I, I can imagine something like on the PD side where if you say hey, we, our goal is going to be to make a certain amount of arrests, well that's fine. A police officer could go out and arrest a lot of folks, but if it doesn't decrease crime, you know, then you have not right. really accomplishing your goal. So. Uh, the, the class we're going to have uh, when you come in a couple weeks to present the class is going to dive into this a little more idea of setting SMART goals and, and, and the process that has to go into them. And I know uh, sometimes at the, at, the, uh, at the leadership level, you know, that it's been said that for every uh, amount of time that you put into planning something, you save six times that amount of time on the execution. So when it comes to setting a goal, mm-hmm. if you take a goal-setting day – like one of these retreat type events where mm-hmm. everybody gets together, set goals. It might save you six days or six months on the back end of trouble of a poorly set goal. So, Definitely. have you participated in those in your? Or where do you stand on like the goal setting process? Uh, well, in in my current um, current organization, um, 
we, we took a lot of time um, several years ago to, one, educate the council and the manager on what the fire service looks like today, fire and EMS service looks like today, and talk about the benchmarks or the standards that we're trying to attain. Um, currently, on my performance appraisal, the manager and I have agreed on 34 different performance measurements for the for the department. Some are some are on me. Some are on the organization. Um, some are slice and dice of the same type of information. But uh, you know, we you're, you're we do uh, planning conferences. Uh, we're doing one the end of this month with the new council to, to establish their priorities, their direction, and, and try to align the activities of all the town departments with the council's vision. Um, from there, we will have actionable items, directions that the town wants to, achieve, to move, and then it flows down to the department to come up with the specific actions or things we're going to do and measure to, to achieve the council's vision. Right, so that, that time together up front to come up with good goals. And, you know, we're talking at a, at a high level there. Uh, you can drill this right down to the station level. And, right. you know, one, one particular captain or shift may have the, a goal or a standard of the refrigerator that gets cleaned out every morning. Right. Another captain or shift may say, no, we save leftovers. Yes. And so, all, I mean, really, it's that, that, partic- that level of goal if you're not, if you don't work it out, like let's get to, get our heads together and come up with what's reasonable and what we all want to accomplish together, then you're gonna you could in, end up with some conflict or, or, uh, you, you don't reach your goal. So right. meaning, so someone's gonna be unhappy. So uh, I did, you know, let's talk about that a little bit about like if you don't reach a goal that you mm-hmm. set yourself, maybe you know every once in a while in the city we would achieve our goal or we wouldn't and we got our bonus, our little bonus check, mm-hmm. or we didn't. You know, I, I read that Eisenhower before D-Day uh, had written quite a little letter in the event that the thing didn't go off the way it was supposed to. He he had pre-thought out what happens if we don't achieve our goal here. Right. Um, I think that's important. And you mentioned uh, what what to do if you don't achieve that goal. That that how do you move forward from that? Well, um, unfortunately, public safety is not a laboratory experiment. And we don't have the luxury of time to change one variable in the equation and wait and let it percolate and see where we wind up. So we are changing multiple variables uh, each time we implement a new policy or a new response routine. Um, But I think what failure to achieve your goal gives you is it gives you a real reason to go back and dive into why you did not meet your goal. Um, we, uh, uh, example I'll give you is we, we operate a combination system. Uh, we have volunteers who work with career people, and we operate two shifts a day. Uh, firefighter X works 60 shifts during the year. Volunteer Firefighter X works 60 shifts during the year, mostly nights and weekends. And our our, our goal is for everybody to train every shift they come in. Some documentable training every shift. Well, this particular firefighter was deficient. So it causes us to go back and, you know, was it the shift he was working? Was his it more important that 
on on a particular shift they get dinner rather than train uh, what 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 environmental factors caused this firefighter and and onesie twosies are are you know you can dig into those it's the systemic problems that really rise to the top of the organization and we have to change the way we're doing things yeah i think i mean a great takeaway from any conversation about goal setting is that it just has to be a part of your leadership style of your organizational culture because if you don't have yogi Berra said if you don't know where you're going you might end up someplace else so <laughs> if if you don't have at least a, a standard you have no way to even go back and do an after action so Correct. if you don't have right if we if we pull up on a fire and and you know we we know the goal is to catch a hydrant, to advance the hose, and put the fire out. But if we catch the hydrant and it's not working, then our goal is not going to be – our particular goal in that fire is not going to be met. So, uh, But that should be the standard. It shouldn't be uh, an, un, an unknown. and It should be a transparent standard. If you don't have it, then you're really going to suffer organizationally. It's going to be hard to move forward because you're not even if – you know, if, if your goal, again, coming back down to the company level, is to uh, for everyone to – pass the annual physical readiness test and you and you don't have a standard for that or you don't have a standard right. for training up for that then you're really going to suffer so correct well and, and you know it is at the company level it is about autonomy to to set goals given the overarching organizational uh, objectives um you know whether you know wh- whether you dress before you get in the cab to respond uh, i've um, I've got some friends in the fire service that that's their organizational norm. They they dress completely before they get in the cab of the truck. We've got the clean cab um, movement. So now we've moved, we've gone back in time and we've put the air packs in the cabinets on the outside of the truck. And you know we we've got to we've got to figure out what the measure is. Whether that's a success or not, we know the attempt is to reduce cancer, but that's a measure that is years and years and years down the road. But that concept also affects our ability to make entry into an IDLH atmosphere. So are we losing time there? Um, so we, we have to we have to look at the whole picture to figure out whether or not we're in the right place and moving in the right direction. And that, and that goes back to the SMART goal of any – like the, the cancer goal is a great, you know, it's mm-hmm. big news in the fire service right now. This is a huge initiative among many p- departments. The goal, reduce cancer, increase the cleanliness, and, and, you know, whatever. It goes on and on about the way the goals might be structured. But it goes back to the if you if you don't have the data system to capture right. the data, the, the M part, the measurable mm-hmm. uh, part of that. And this even goes back to say if, you, if your goal is to get your department accredited, department accredited, and you don't have a records management system, then you need to back off accreditation. Your first goal probably means to get an effective records management. So, Correct. And that comes back to, is the goal achievable or reasonable for, mm-hmm. for where you're at? So to say we're going to go from uh, a certain day and we're going to be accredited or some massive goal in a year or two, it's gonna be, it could be a morale killer because you're never going to get there. The goal might be, oh, we have to upgrade our comm system and our records management system first. And, you know, with this long-term goal in mind, this 10-year goal versus a, a one-year goal. So. Right. Um, th- there are <clears throat> fire and emergency services have been collecting data for years. Um, NFPA, uh, NIFRS reporting, 
um, ISO reporting, Institute of Government uh, surveys. Um, there, there's a plethora of numbers, benchmarks out there. And I think some of the best data is data that we keep and nobody really know, knew why we were keeping it. If you, <clears throat> if you give somebody a numerical goal, your goal is to do three public education programs this month, then they're going to do three education programs this month. And probably no more, probably no less. But if your goal is to reach every third grader, Charlotte Fire Program, reach every third grader, then if it takes three, fine. If it takes 303, then that's what we have to do to reach every third grader. Right. It's a mission-centric goal. Correct. <clears throat> and uh, I think also for a, for a new leader, for folks that might be listening to this podcast, is that there's a jump that you have to take sort of mentally to when you have, say, advanced from officer to sergeant or firefighter to captain, you've achieved one of your personal goals, personal professional goals, but now you mm -hmm. got to understand that you have four or 12 people working for you that now you have to make this jump into thinking about organizational goals and, and how uh, each person is going to react. It may be different differently. So um, how about you? Any, uh, we're, we're in the new year. You got it working on any personal goals this year or, uh, um, you know? Personal goals, getting getting recovered from a tornado is a good personal goal right now. Yeah, that's um, right. It, it, it rolled through your community. and it did. Did it affect you personally? It, no. Or, no, we, okay. We were fine. Um, uh, we fared up well. Um, and, and, again, <clears throat> it's uh, it's knowing, knowing what the overall goal is. You can make decisions on the incident scene if you know what the town's vision, the town's customer service orientation is you can make goals that are defensible you can make you can make decisions that are tied to those goals or standards much easier uh, without the fear of did I make the wrong decision um, <clears throat> personally the the department uh, you know I'm in my 40th year of emergency services so I can make um, a joke about some some goals you may have of just getting those feet on the floor every morning. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some mornings it's harder than others. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, again, we organizationally we continue to evolve. Um, we we have a we I have a time horizon to get where I think we need to be, um, getting aligning where I think we need to be in a certain time limit with the other pressures that council and management deal with. You know. Uh, Matthew's got a new fire chief, and a year later they got a new police chief. So there's two big competing forces at play. But uh, we're, we're continuing to explore the best ways to compete in a rapidly changing uh, fire service environment in the Charlotte region. Uh, recruitment and retention of qualified members, certified members, is... Uh, paramount in us achieving our mission um, continuing to expand <clears throat> services uh, with more fire companies more stations you know we're only going to get so big um, cooperative uh, efforts between the different agencies I, th I think the fire service was very uh, territorial and fiefdom like in the past and I think 
regionally, we've, we've seen more and more effort to collaborate and to pool resources and capabilities because the costs continue to rise, the competition rises, and the requests for service only continue to go up. Right, and, and you know, you're, everything you just said, almost each one of those points gives rise to another goal. Right. So you're gonna, you got a plate full of goals, which, which could lead right into a, a conversation about delegation because Chief Kinderberg's not gonna be doing all these by himself. Correct. You gotta find the folks that help you <coughs> achieve the goals. Well, I'll tell you what, we're gonna, we're gonna run up against time. Uh, We'll, we'll wrap this conversation up for today, but we can, if you happen to be listening uh, to the podcast, we encourage you to come out and join the uh, classroom bricks and mortar version of the conversations. This uh, next class will be March 12th at 7 p.m. That's March 12th at 7 p.m. And uh, come on out and you can get a hold of uh, Chief Keith Rogers at South Piedmont Community College for more information. Uh, Chief Kennenberg, it's been a great pleasure. We'll look forward to uh, seeing you there in bricks and mortar. And if you're listening, come on out because that'll, if you're listening, you probably have some comments you'd like to make or some questions you'd like to ask. So that in-person time is the time to do that. And uh, we'll dive a little bit deeper into why goals are so important for leadership and for your organization as you move forward personally and professionally. So with that, we will see you guys at the bricks and mortar. Have a good week. You have big plans for your future, but is your current career path going to get you there? South Piedmont Community College can help you into a new career path, including law enforcement, criminal justice, firefighting, EMS, and even cybersecurity. Let us help you redefine your possible at SPCC. For more information, visit us on the web at www.spcc.edu.